because she goes about seeking those worthy of her, and she graciously appears to them in their paths and meets them in every thought. I spent enough time in my life studying patriarchy to know how rare it is to find a passage anywhere in the Bible predominated by feminine pronouns. I suppose if I were another gender, I would find this very, very welcome reading. As I age, I find increasing value in simplicity. One of my favorite examples is Micah's injunction. I suppose badly traded, translated and bluntly translated, it's trust in the Lord and do good. I know something of oil lamps. I lived in Vermont for four years in an old pre-Civil War house that was on the grid, but that meant only three rooms in the house had electricity and none of the other amenities. We burned and wood for heat and cooked on wood stove. Uh, we had a spring that gave us water that is after the sun had come up and melted the black pipe that hung through the trees enough that the water would flow. It was primitive living and the power went out quite a bit. So we had Aladdin lamps. They're delightfully complex oil lamps with compound wicks, but properly trimmed and serviced, it would throw out about a 70 watt light. But when you were out of oil, you were out of light. The parable teaches us how to prepare and how to wait. And it's simple. So very, very simple. Like trust in the Lord and do good. This Good Samaritan is also simple. When I reflect over the ways over the years that I've heard that passage preached and unpacked and assembled again, listing the differences between practicing Jews and Samaritans, in a way, it's a little bit like trying to compare and contrast the American Baptist with the Southern Baptist, if they're still Baptists. But the Samaritan parable is an example of doing good. While we're waiting, while we're prepared, I would invite you to look at the person and look at what's not there in the story. There is no self-aggrandizement. There is no touting of what has been done or accomplished. There is the simplest, most straightforward transaction of faith. One person caring for another without regard and without reservation. No fuss. Just a matter of fact, matter of doing good.
one life serving another. In all of the attention we've paid recently to a presidential election process, I was reminded of the first time I ever voted in a presidential election. I was newly returned from Vietnam and I wanted to vote, it was be my first time to vote. My parents were dyed in the wool Republicans. And so I followed their counsel without much second thought and voted for Richard Nixon, thinking that I was helping to put a Quaker, a statesman, a person of integrity in the White House. I live to learn that some things are not always simple and are often complex. Recalling this, I remember tongue in cheek, one of my favorite contrasts of complexity versus simplicity in the Lincoln-Douglas debates. This was in the era of literal stump speeches when people stood on stumps and gave speeches. And Douglas accused Lincoln of horribly confounding the simplest of things by asserting that there was no question that could ever be asked that couldn't be answered with a simple true or false. Lincoln reflected a bit and then asked Douglas, is it true that you have ceased beating your wife? True or false? There was, of course, no way to answer. Some problems are complex, but I think that even some of the most complex ones can be addressed by simple acts of kindness. In forward day by day, for some time, they have been pulling meditations out of the archives of the organization. I'd like to read to you from one that was written December 1st in 1955. Let us think today of one great truth. People have learned to live together. Sometimes the lessons have been poorly learned. Sometimes there have been wars on a large scale and strife on a small scale. But more and more, we think of these things as wrong. We do not accept them without protest. More and more, people have found that they could get along with their neighbors. I found that wonderfully optimistic. And I'm sure that part of that optimism was built on the shared memory of World War II, which had ended roughly 10 years prior to that archived medication. I think what we face ahead of us is a further realization that we're not quite where the author hoped we were. We have work to do. 
And I think that we can accomplish the work before us with regard to our neighbors if we follow simplicity, if we trust in the world, in the Lord, and do good. Every meal prepared at open table, every bagged meal passed from our hands to those who need them, bring the kingdom of God closer. So trust in God, be prepared, wait, and while you're waiting, do good. Listen to the voice of wisdom and follow her. Amen.